What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Monday, March 23rd. I want to first and foremost give a huge big shout out to my brother, Armand. He turns 20 today, so happy birthday to my brother. Um, but first and foremost, man, I just want to continue to say, man, continue to self-isolate, self-distance yourself. You know, if you need to get out the house, go take a walk or something to clear your mind. Um, of course, go to the grocery store to get your essentials, man. Again, do not be one of those ignorant people that's trying to take up all the toilet paper because it's not that serious. I'm praying for everybody. I've seen Italy's been getting hit the hardest when it comes to this coronavirus stuff, man. And of course, it stopped a lot of great stuff. But I'm just praying that we all do our due diligence. We all do the right thing so we can stop this uh, virus from spreading and getting more worse before it gets better because we need it to get better to get the world back to normal. And hopefully all you guys are doing good, man. Hopefully the weather is nice wherever you're at. It's great where I'm at today in L.A., um, but again, man, I'm just trying to hopefully this we can get this pandemic to end soon because I'm tired of it. Um, the coronavirus is crazy, but again, I'm just praying for everybody's health, um, safety, and all that type of stuff. So hopefully, all you guys are good, man. But with that being said, though, today had to come to you guys today and talk about one of the most underrated and underappreciated head coaches in all of basketball. Not just college basketball is which is where he coaches, but in all of basketball. And he goes by name of Leonard. Hamilton, who was the current head coach for the University of Florida State. He's been there since 2002. Of course, that means he's been there for 18 seasons, 18 long years. He's been doing a phenomenal job, man. Now, let's get into his background first. So Leonard Hamilton is actually a 70, he's actually 71 years young. He's from Gastonia, uh, Gastonia, North Carolina. Um, his playing career, um, you know, obviously he played in high school. Then he moved on and played at Gaston or Gaston. Uh, community college where he played from 1966 to 1968 he then transferred out of there and played at ut martin which is the university of tennessee martin in martin tennessee he played there for, for two years from 1969 to 1971 and then he got into coaching of course when you get into coaching you don't you don't just start at the head coaching rank so some people do but for the most part you got to work your way up and so he started his um first coaching gig as an assistant at the university of austin p then he moved on and was an assistant at the University of Kentucky. And then he got his first head coaching job at Oklahoma State. He was there for a few years. Then he was at Miami for a few years. He actually took Miami, um, I believe he took Miami to a Sweet 16 in, in the year 2000. And then, of course, he did a, a small stint. I, I believe it was a one year. Wasn't really successful. He was the head coach of the Washington Wizards. I believe he got fired. And then he left that, went back to the college coaching ranks. And again, he's been at Florida State ever since 2002. So he's done a really, really good job. Now, look. He's been a three-time ACC Coach of the Year. We all know that ACC has some of the best coaches in the country, from Coach K, Roy Williams, at the time Rick Pitino, um, Chris Mack is now there. You got a lot of really good head coaches in the ACC. He won, He's won the ACC Coach of the Year in 2009, 2012, and he won it this year, too. He's been in three Elite Eights, and he had one. The most recent one was in 2018. Um, he's had two Sweet 16 appearances at Florida State. One went, was in 2011. The other was in 2019. Um, and again, he had the one with, with Miami. And this season, this past season, I just ended sadly due to the coronavirus. He was the they won the, the Florida State won the ACC regular season championship in 2020. And I know the ACC didn't have the most successful year because, you know, North Carolina wasn't really good. Duke was OK, but it wasn't a really lot of elite teams like Louisville should have been better than what they were. But nonetheless, Coach Hamilton and the Seminoles 
he had them ready to win. And that's exactly what they did. They were a really, really good team. And honestly, like they, even though the season ended early, this team probably could have gotten him his first Final Four. The only time they've been to the Final Four, Florida State, that is, was in 1972. And of course, you know, Coach Hamilton was still in college back then, or he was, he just graduated college back then. So he wasn't the head coach yet. But they, they might have gotten it this year. I truly believe, like, they had all the talent in the world. They had MJ Walker. They had Devin Vassell. They had a, a lead guard, and Trent Forrest was really, really good. They had a lot of key pieces. Raekwon Gray, Anthony Polite. They had a really, really good team. Patrick Williams, who we'll talk about in a second. This team, that, that Florida State team, man, was legitimate. It's, it's no surprise that they won the ACC regular season championship. And they honestly, if the, if the ACC tournament would have played out because it was canceled, I believe, after the first day, they might have won that too, to be honest with you. That team was really, really good. And again, it just sucks that the coronavirus had to put all that to a halt and we couldn't do it this year. But we'll see. I honestly believe that Coach Hamilton will get the school's second Final Four appearance sometime within the next four years. I really think he's he's done a, a phenomenal job recruiting. Like we'll talk about some of the players that he's, you know, had come through his program. But he get not it's not only that he gets the talent, but he gets the right talent that are able to work with each other and become successful teams. Like he's had some really, really good teams. And let's get into some of the players. So he's had Dwayne Bacon, really, really good player while he was there. Of course, Dwayne Bacon is now a member of the Charlotte Hornets. He's had Malik Beasley, who was a really good player too. He was a McDonald's All-American coming out of high school. Um had Malik Beasley for a season, um, went to Florida State. Left after that year, got drafted early, I believe, in the lottery to the Nuggets. Played his first couple seasons with the Nuggets. And, of course, he just recently got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And he's been playing really, really well. Of, co- of course, the, the virus had to stop the NBA season, too. But he's playing really, really well for the Timberwolves. And he's definitely going to get a really, really nice second contract because he's definitely played his way into one of Malik Beasley's a special player, too. Another player who was actually from the state of Florida to like Dwayne Bacon was, who was from Lakeland, Florida, is Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan Isaac now is another really good player, too. He plays for the Orlando Magic. He's from Naples, Florida. But Jonathan Isaac has been hurt from the majority of the season. I believe he's dealing with a knee injury. And he's actually a passer, too. So shout out to Jonathan Isaac for that. But he is 6'10", small forward. And honestly, he's just now, I mean, you know, the injuries kind of sideline him. But He's actually starting to get a rhythm to how to play in the NBA. Jonathan Isaac is going to be a player to watch out for in the long run because the Orlando Magic are the perfect sit are the they're the perfect setup for him because he as he keeps getting better, he's gonna his role is going to expand. Like of course they have Eric Gordon, they got Vucevic, they got Markel Fultz, they have some players. Terrence Ross plays really well for them. Evan Fournier is playing good with them, but Jonathan Isaac he probably has the highest ceiling of anybody on the player. And that includes Mo Bamba, and they'll probably get some other draft picks within the next couple of years. But Jonathan Isaac is the real deal. And I'm, I'm, I truly mean that. Like, even when he was at Florida State, I already knew. But when he was in high school, I knew back then, too. He actually played for IMG Academy. Jonathan Isaac is the real deal. That's, that's one player who Leonard Hamilton is probably really proud of, and he's going to be even more proud of him as his career continues to move on. So that's another player. Then he had two players that he put into the NBA draft Last season alone, and one goes by the name of Terrence Mann, who all Florida State fans know is a big-time player while he was at Florida State for a few years that he was there. I think he was there for three years, if I'm not mistaken, but he got drafted last year late in the first round, I believe. He goes to the L.A. Clippers, so of course, you know, he's not getting a lot of playing time right now because it's his first season, uh, and again, the virus, you know, stopped the season, but, you know, the Clippers are a deep team. Of course, they got Kawhi, PG, Landry Shamit. Uh, Lou Will, Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson. They got all these players, Marcus Morris. So he, they're not going to get a lot of run now. 
But, you know, as the course of season, you know, if, as the course of season goes on, he'll get more playing time. Or if the season does happen to continue, he'll definitely get more playing time. And then another player that also got drafted in that same draft class, too, who I believe was an early second-round pick, goes by the name of Fondu Kabangeli, who is the nephew of the legendary and Hall of Famer Dikembe Mutombo. He was at Florida State for a couple years, um, and he is a really, really good player, too. I believe he was their leading scorer last year. Um Throughout that season last year, he's a, a really he's probably about six eleven, can shoot from anywhere. Um again, he's he's also on the Clippers too. Doesn't get a lot of playing time, but if the season were to progress and continue, he would definitely find his way, not into the rotation, but he just gets some quality minutes to get better because again, it's still early in his career. It's his first year. He's just trying to get accustomed to the NBA game and style of play. So give those two guys some time. Those are some really good players too. Also, another player who isn't in the NBA right now. But if you remember him while he was in college, he was a big-time bucket getter. He goes by the name of Xavier Rathan Mays. I believe he actually was at Florida State, I want to say for all four years. He was a legitimate scorer while he was at Florida State, and he still is. He's a big-time bucket getter. He's originally from Canada, um, played in the States. I forget what high school. He went to Huntington Prep in West Virginia, and then he made his way over to Florida State, I believe. And he was a big-time bucket. I forgot what game it was, but I feel like he went for, off for, like, 18 points in, like, the last two minutes of a game or something crazy like that. You got to go look it up. But he was special while he was at Florida State. He's been bouncing around in the NBA's G League. I believe the last time I heard of him, he was actually playing for the Westchester Knicks, which is the New York Knicks affiliate in the G League. And I think he was also with the Los Angeles Clippers G League affiliate team, too. So I know he's been bouncing around, but he was a really, really good player, too. But now, you know, flashing forward, um, he actually has a couple of players on this past year's team, on the 2020 team, on the ACC regular season championship team that are some really good players too. So I already named him, but Devin Vassell, who actually just announced that he was going to put his name into the NBA draft today and he intends on staying in the NBA draft, he's a legitimate player too. He's 6'6", shooting guard, long frame, lanky wingspan, really, really good shot creator, really good shot maker. Honestly, he reminds me of CJ McCullum the way he gets his buckets. He loves the mid-range game. He has this move where he pretty much he won't take the three. He'll pump fake you. He'll take like two dribbles to the mid-range, and then he'll take a jump stop, two-foot jump stop, and he'll just raise over you and shoot it. Really, really good shot maker. High-level athleticism. Really good at getting rebounded for a guard. Devin Vassell is a legitimate player. He was actually the leading scorer for Florida State this year, and he only averaged 12 points, 12.7 points per game this year. And that should tell you just how how much depth that they had, how much versatility that they had. But yet, he was still their leading scorer, averaging 12 points per game. But he's legit. He's actually project, projected to be a first-round pick. He'll probably be a little bit outside of the lottery, but he's still a really, really good player. I think, you know, early in his career, he'll kind of play like Landry Shamit, who also plays for the Clippers, big-time shot maker. But I can see him definitely being a C.J. McCollum type player. I don't think he'll be as good necessarily, but he definitely has that type of skill set in his bag. Devin Vassell is the truth, and I mean that. He didn't, I mean, he played a little bit last year as a freshman, but this year as a sophomore, he definitely took a big raise in his game, definitely put a lot of work off um, in the summer, and he's only gotten better. He's Again, he's going to be a really, really good player. Today, he just announced that he'll be putting his name into the NBA draft, um, and so we'll see what he does. Hopefully, 
you know, he gets drafted early in the first round, should be a really, really good player. I think whatever organization gets him is going to get a really, really big time scoring guard. You just got to be patient with these guys, man, because again, they don't come into the league. It's a rarity that players get into the league and just automatically start cooking like a Donovan Mitchell, a Luka Doncic. Those are rare type of players. You got to give players time to develop and work on themselves and get adjusted to the NBA game. I think if somebody gives this guy time, Devin Vassell, that is, He's going to be a really, really big-time player for whoever ends up getting him. And so that's that player. Another player, too, who actually came into the season projected to be a lottery pick, goes by the name of Patrick Williams, who's from North Carolina, big-time player. He's from Charlotte, North Carolina, to be more, more specific. Big-time player. He had a big-time freshman season at Florida State. He's a really, really good player. He's 6'8". He's a power forward or a small forward. He's, he's a forward in general. He can play inside or out. Really, really good three-point shooter. Really, really high-level athleticism, loves to put back dunk, loves to catch lobs, really, really nice-looking jumper, can score and beat you off the dribble. Patrick Williams is a really good player, and he is a really, really good defender. He is a good block shot, uh, shot blocker, whether it's chasing down um, shots or whether it's just slightly contesting them, taking charges. Patrick Williams is the real deal. And again, he was a big time player in high school and a lot of people have him as a lottery pick. I definitely think he will be. He hasn't officially announced that he'll be entering the NBA draft just yet, but he is a special, special type of player. And I mean that like he had a really good year at Florida State. And again, he averaged 9.2 points per game, four rebounds per game, one assist per game, one steal uh, per game, and he averaged one block per game. He is a really good player like Patrick Williams is legit it's a reason that a lot of people have him being a lottery pick this year because he's just that good to be honest I think he'll make a lot of organizations in the NBA really really proud to have him another guy who actually um won't be at Florida State until not next season but the season after that he's in the class of 2021 in high school he goes by the name of Bryce McGowns now this is a guy I believe he committed to Florida State in January and he is tough. And again, he's only a junior in high school right now, so he'll still have to play out his senior year. And then he'll go to Florida State in two years. But he's legit. Bryce McGowan's, he's a 6'5 shooting guard. He's at, he's from Piedmont, South Carolina. Um, currently goes to Wren High School in South Carolina. And he is a really good player, too. Shooting guard, really, really athletic, really, really good three-point shooter. High-level efficiency, man. He doesn't take any bad shots. His jumper is smooth. It's no wasted motions. He gets to his spots, man. Bryce McGowan's is going to be a really good player at Florida State. And honestly, I think it's a chance that Leonard Hamilton and his staff, because they've done a good job of recruiting players ever since they've been there, I think they can get Bryce McGowan's to become an NBA player. Again, he's another player that just once he gets to that Florida State weight room, because all he has to do is put on a little bit of weight, He's going to be a really good player for Leonard Hamilton and the Seminoles uh, down in Tallahassee. So that's that. Um, again, man, I just had to show love to, to Coach Leonard Hamilton. I feel like he doesn't get enough love. I think he's one of the best coaches in all of college basketball. I think, you know, most college basketball fans know that, but I don't think all college basketball fans know that. And again, I do think he would get Florida State to a Final Four sometime within the next four years. Um, but it's going to take some time. Of course, you know, he's been there for a, a long time, but... He's had some really good teams. They just have not been able to get to the Final Four. Like He's had some Final Four caliber type teams. They just haven't been able to get over the hump. And again, I do believe it's a really, really good chance that he can get a team to the Final Four within the next four years, man. So shout out to Leonard Hamilton, one of the best coaches in all of college basketball. 
easily one of the best coaches in the ACC. He'll definitely be a Hall of Famer by the time he retires. And he's simply just a legend, one of the best African-American head coaches in college basketball of all time. So I got to give him his praise and respect. So that's that. But let's move on. So some other news now. I'll get y'all out of here. Grad transfer, Seth Towns, who was a grad transfer from um, uh, Harvard. He played a few years at Harvard. Um, 6A small forward. He's from Northland. Um, or he's from Columbus, Ohio, where Ohio State is located. Um, went to Northland High School in Columbus, Ohio. Again, played a couple seasons at Harvard. He averaged 14.2 points per game, 5.0 rebounds, 5.0 rebounds per game, 1.6 assists per game, shooting 41% from the three-point line. He was an 81% free throw shooter, and he averaged one steal per game. Now, Seth Towns, he, again, played a few seasons at Harvard. Decides to transfer. He was probably the number one transfer on the market this year because you know a lot of time a lot of players right now are putting their name in the transfer portal, trying to get to new schools because it's the time of the year where all the transfers um put their name in the portal. Um and man, a lot of people say or or said that Seth Towns was the number one available transfer, and that might have been true. But Seth Towns' game overall, again, six eight small forward. Loves to shoot the three ball. He's a dead-eye three-point shooter. He can shoot from out the gym range. He definitely has NBA range. Really, really good player. Mid-range game is there, too. Loves to use a pump fake, ball fake to get into the lane and pull up for that one dribble pull up. Um, Has the floater. Really good against the rack. Doesn't waste any movement, anything like that. He just gets to his spots and he gets to work. And Seth Towns is legit. Again, 6'8", small forward. You got to love that. And so, with that, though, he actually... Pretty much moved on his recruitment pretty fast, and pretty much he already he came out and said like the top two schools for him were Duke and Ohio State. And when I heard Duke and Ohio State, I kind of automatically thought that he was gonna go to Duke. And then I heard some things like Duke didn't really offer him a full scholarship. Like I think they wanted him to walk on for a minute or something like that. And then I figured out that he was actually from Columbus, Ohio. And then he goes on Sports Center and he announces his commitment to the University of Ohio State. And this is a really, really good pickup for Chris Holtman in the Buckeyes. I'm going to tell you guys why, because again, he's a really versatile forward. Um, they actually, you know, the Buckeyes just lost DJ Carton, who was a really good point guard for him, a freshman point guard that came off the bench and started some games. Um, so they lost him, but they get uh, Seth Towns uh, with this weekend, this past weekend. And now you get to add him in a class that, you know, comes in with Zed Key, who's another really good forward out of New York, out of the state of New York. And then you get a shooting guard out of the state of Georgia, Decatur to be more specific, by the name of Eugene Brown III. And you add those two guys with Seth Towns, and that's a really, really good class for the Buckeyes and Chris Holman and their staff. Really good recruiting, really good job recruiting, especially with this coronavirus going on. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, Seth Towns being from Columbus, Ohio, I'm pretty sure he's been to Ohio State's campus a couple times. But, you know, it's not like he took an official visit. Um, he probably just talked to Coach uh, Holman on the phone a couple of times because you can't do anything recruiting-wise other than that because of the stuff with the virus going on. And majority of the schools across the nation have all been shut down. I'm pretty sure Ohio State is one of them. So really good job to get him to come back home. He's going to be a really – he's going to be a player that comes right in and makes an immediate impact. He's that type of player. Um, he's going to have to compete for minutes, though. I think he'll obviously get those minutes because they got Alonzo Gaffney. They got a couple of fours on the roster, but I definitely think Seth Towns is probably one of the better ones. He's probably top two. Um, and so this is a good pickup, man. Shout out to Ohio State. Really, really good pickup, man. But as always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. I am a college basketball writer slash journalist for Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check them out. But they also have a whole bunch of other really, really great content creators and writers at Nuts and Bolts Sports. I'm also featured on their podcast network. Go check those out alongside a really 
whole bunch of great, great podcasts and great content hosts. Um, Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. Go follow them on Twitter, at Nuts and Bolts Sports, SP on Twitter. That's their at name. Go check them out ASAP. No Rocky, man. But as always, stay safe out there. Be blessed. Count your blessings. Continue to self-isolate, self-distance yourself. And just have a good day, man. Have a great week, too. I will talk to you guys soon, man. It's been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And as always, I'll talk to you guys soon. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. And as always, man, peace, love, and blessings gone.